Welcome to our podcast, Forward Through Faith, a Visleta Lutheran Mission Human Care, where the Word of God relates to you. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Forward Through Faith, a ministry of Yisleta Lutheran Mission. My name is Scott Yingle, and today I am here with... Carla Gonzalez. Hello, everyone. And Luz Soto. It's a joy being here with you. Thank you, everyone, for, for listening. We, we pray that, um, that you hear uh, what l- the Lord has to say to you, uh, as well as to us, through this, this podcast. Um, we are continuing our series on what is the kingdom of God. And instead of Scott or Carla or Luz telling you, we're relying on the words from Jesus Christ himself through his parables, the parables that he shared with the people of his time 2,000 years ago, but also with us through his holy word, through the, through the scriptures. So today we are focusing on what is the kingdom of God, the parable of the hidden treasure that is taken from Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. So we're going to begin uh, in prayer. Carla's going to start with a prayer to kind of guide our, our discussion. And then Luce will read uh, the parable of the hidden treasure, and then who knows what's next. The God, Spirit will guide God us. God knows. <laughs> exactly. We don't know God. Knows. God knows. Okay. Well, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for your word that is the truth. And thank you for you giving us uh, the great gift of be able to discover what you have hidden, uh, the kingdom, the truth in your word, and the life for salvation and eternity. Be with all of us so that we can open our hearts and our minds to receive your word and that we can grow in, in the spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We are reading from Matthew chapter 13, and it is a single verse. This is the shortest of all parables, and it is definitely the one with a lot of depth. So verse 44, chapter 13 of Matthew, it says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Amen. Thank you, guys. Well, real quick to, again, begin to kind of refresh our minds and for some that are new to the podcast, what is a parable? A parable is a short story that tells us heavenly truths with earthly examples. (laughs) Jesus taught the people. And in this case, it's a very, very short story. Uh Uh-huh. Just one verse is what we were saying, and when we were recording the Spanish version of this podcast, we were just saying that, oh, we're nervous. Perhaps this podcast is going to be five minutes, and lo and behold, (laughs) no, because it's a very deep one. (laughs) So... Well, let's let's break down this this parable. Let's take a look at it and, and see if we understand who the the characters or what the the things that it talks about. You know, this treasure, this field, this this man, and who who what is Jesus talking about? How does this apply to the people of his day, but also more importantly, to the people 
um, today listening to this podcast. Yeah. We were saying yesterday that this is a series of parables that talk about the kingdom, right? First of all, for most, Matthew is the one book that addresses this parable with the phrase, the kingdom of heaven is like, and then the parable is inserted there so that we can reflect on what uh, heavenly truth about the kingdom and we, the ones who live in that kingdom, what it means to us. So one of the one of the things that I love most about the Bible, and it says that about himself, it's our, it's our time. It doesn't matter. It's, it was understandable for the people 2,000 years ago. We can understand that it's now. It's not an ancient, yeah. outdated, antiquated book of stories. Yeah. This is a living, breathing book that yes. literally shifts and moves with us because it's it's written for us mm -hmm. and in itself it's a treasure we this one makes it very clear the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure okay so that's that's the first that's the noun a treasure so that's what the kingdom of god is a mm -hmm. treasure and uh we live in a world where people understand what treasure is and the lens that people go to for treasure and um along with this parable we're gonna see later on in another episode another parable where we humanly can very easily um switch the places right the kingdom of heaven is like a hidden treasure and we tend to think that the kingdom of heaven is something that yeah god brought it to us but it's something that we need to pursue, we need to obtain, we need to gain, we need to work for. But in all honesty, here is talking about a treasure that is hidden. And the one connection that I like about this parable is that in Exodus 19, when God brings the people out of Egypt, his people, he tells them, you, you, the people, my people, are my treasure. If you abide by my, my commandments, if you do the things that I'm telling you to do, you will be my treasure. Paul then brings in that we are jars of clay where treasure is hidden within. And that refers to the Holy Spirit. So this particular parable touches on both, on us being the treasure that Christ finds mm -hmm. and of him being the treasure that we receive. Yes. And we were talking, when we were talking about this yesterday, we were seeing these aspects of the kingdom. And here, the one that it, it catches the eye, because it is even in the title, is that it is hidden. And we were talking about how in the world we, we want to see things with our eyes. And we want to, to be able to see a visible kingdom and see how it operates with visible aspects but the kingdom of God is not from this earth and we cannot see it unless we see it with the eyes of faith the faith that God gives to us so that we can see his kingdom that's why it is hidden and it reminds me of that other Bible verse that says that for many in the world that they don't believe, all of this is craziness. All of this is something that doesn't mean any sense, makes any sense. 
And once you receive those glasses of faith and your eyes are open, then you're able to see this hidden treasure and receive it. And that's exactly why a lot of the people didn't understand. They didn't grasp these parables because unless you are listening or or in faith or in the spirit, it won't. It's just kind of a neat saying that some good teacher two thousand years ago said. It, it you don't grasp yeah. the the significant the profundity of the of the parable of the message the words of Jesus without faith. Yeah, what you're saying reminds me that we read some notes about this parable and it says in a very like casual, uh, sarcastic way, there's nothing here to see. You must listen. You must hear this message. You must open your eyes, your spiritual eyes, and receive the faith that was gained for you for you to be able to see this kingdom. But there's nothing to see. Is You receive it by, by listening, by hearing. And when we're talking about this treasure, we're seeing the things that God wants to reveal to us will come through faith. And God is the giver and the creator of faith. He's the one who initiates the faith in us. And we can come to our Father and ask him, Lord, give, a, give me the faith that I need to see this treasure, this hidden treasure, to be able to, deep, to dive deep in it and learn so that I can also treasure this kingdom within me. Let's, let's, let's kind of go a little bit further into the paragraph or into the parable. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so we've kind of talked about the treasure, mm-hmm. but it's hidden in a field. Yeah. What is... What, Okay, we kind of define what the treasure is, but it's hidden in a field. What what does that mean? What's the earthly meaning or heavenly meaning for that? The world. The field is the world, and it is the whole world. And I really like the application that we see in this parable when the merchant or the treasure hunter buys the whole field so that he can own this treasure. Uh, We were discussing how in the Old Testament, you needed, when when one of your relatives or your husband passed away and your land needed to be redeemed, it could only be redeemed through a relative of yours. And then they needed to receive the whole inheritance in order to redeem the land. And so we were, uh, Luz brought this yesterday, and it was amazing, the example of uh, the story of Ruth and Boaz, and how when the land of the husband of Boaz needed to be redeemed, it needed to be redeemed with Ruth in it, all the inheritance. So the first redeemer, uh, (laughs) the one that was initially first in line, was all up for getting the treasure but he didn't want the field. Mm-hmm. Ruth was the field. Mm-hmm. And Boaz, Boaz wanted the field. Yes. He understood that there was a treasure in there, but the reason why the first redeemer didn't want the field he didn't wanted the burden, is the burden. because he would end up sacrificing his own inheritance. Yes. His children wouldn't inherit. It would be the children of Ruth's first husband, the one who died, yeah. right? And Boaz didn't care because Boaz understood that Ruth was in the field. Ruth was the treasure. Yeah. 
And we humanly, uh, we were talking yesterday and we were saying how when you go to, to buy a certain land and you approach the land and all you're able to see it, this house that is crumbling, this barn that is all rusty and old, a lot of machinery that is, does, is it doesn't work. But somebody tells you, oh, but there is a treasure hidden there. You might get discouraged but what, for what you see. And you might say, you know what, it's not worth it because I'm only focusing on what I'm, I'm there to lose. And what this means is that Christ saw the world and there is a lot of bad in it. There is a lot of people, all of us who are sinners, there is a lot of decay. There is a lot in it that is not worth it to redeem. Actually, but it goes for saw, all of us. Yes, yeah. but he saw the true treasure, the hidden treasure in it. And he said, I'm sending my son to die for the whole world, the whole field, so that he can redeem it, so that he can tell the enemy, there is no chance that you can claim this because I bought it all. I bought the field so that I can be the rightful owner of this treasure. And that leads us to who is the man? Yeah. The, the man. man in the parable is Jesus. Well, or or God. <clears throat> God. Yeah. Um and he sees the good, the people that you know, he buys the whole everything, like you said. Yeah. So the devil is not going to have anything. God wants it all. Yes. And that's and, the kingdom of heaven. And that's the beauty to receive that inheritance that it's ours in the kingdom and that it redeems us even though we in the eyes of the justice and the right and the righteousness of Christ we can see that no doing of us is worthy enough this body is decaying every day this life of us is fleeing away every day is diminishing every day we are sinners we continue to sin and some might think well they're not worthy to redeem they're not worthy to buy to buy they're not worthy to save but god didn't saw that in us he saw the hidden treasure and he bought us with the blood of his son jesus so he, then, go, he goes and sells everything. He gave everything. He gave his, I mean, in in our own lives, yeah. your, our, our children, Yeah, you know. That, we would do everything. We would sacrifice everything to save them. But God went beyond that and gave up his only son for wretched the wretched people that we are, the people that have our... It reminded me of that Bible verse in Philippians, Scott, the one that says that, Jesus didn't took everything that he had as a as a treasure and he left everything the throne heaven everything and came down with a joy of salvation with the joy of saving you and I so if you're out there and you are listening to the lies of the devil of the world and of sin and by any means you feel that you are nothing that you're worthless it is good for you to know this day and to hear this day again that you are worth 
everything to Christ, that he sees you and he saw the fullness of you with all your sins and with everything that is wrong in you. And nevertheless, he saw you with love and he decided he's worth it. This person is worth it to send my son to give his life in the cross so that I can bought this person. I can own it. I can claim it as my own. I can redeem this person. And that is the hidden treasure. Isn't it amazing? It is is an amazing truth, right? (laughs) So, yeah. The, and again, you know, the people that, that don't grasp this amazing story, this amazing act of love to give everything that he had, you know, for Jesus to sacrifice being up in heaven, to come down here amongst all the the wreckage and all the dirt and soil and hatred and envy and malice that people have to be among us. I mean, there's, you know, for people not to grasp that, it's mm-hmm. so there, sad it's a, to, it's the, to the Christ. It's missing something, right? If they're missing something. They're missing a lot. <laughs> I mean, they're missing all of what they've been created for. You know, God created each one of us, each one of you. He created you in your mother's womb. You know, before the before the creation of the world, God knew who you were. He placed each of us where we're at at a certain time in a certain family in a certain classroom in a certain workplace yeah. to do the good works that he destined for each of us to do. And to, and to not grasp that, what, what kind of a life is that that you're selling yourself short? Um, what, a, what a sad, yeah, emptiness. emptiness. Hope, hopelessness. Have hope, brothers and sisters, though, that if you do not grasp it, God still grasps you. Yeah. There is no reason why there's... It's a struggle. It's a struggle for many people to be able to hold on to a rope and not let go, no matter how high you're hanging off uh, heights unimaginable. It's hard. It's hard because we are limited, sinful human beings, and we tire, and we struggle, and there's anxiety, there's depression, and Satan does not make it any easier. It's a rope that we grab onto that God has given us. And be assured, be assured, brother and sister, that if you let go of that truth, that truth is not letting go of you because that truth is tied around your waist. So if your hand gets tired, if your arm gets tired and you let go, he's holding on to you anyway with that same joy, that same grace and knowing that he loves you so much and that he sees you as his treasure, you, You personally who are listening to this, you are God's treasure, even if everything around you and inside you is saying that you're not. So that's the other part I wanted to focus, because if you notice, this man didn't just find the treasure and then walk off to go buy it. In his joy, that man walked away from that field leaping and dancing selling everything he has with a big smile on his face, with laughter in his words, here you go, it's for sale, I'd like to buy this field. 
so many people sometimes feel that God looks at us with, look at all I gave up for you. No, he looks at us and says, look at everything I gave for you. He didn't give up his son. He gave his son. And there is a big difference in both of those things. It reminds me of John 3.16. Mm-hmm. In this way, love God loved the world. In this way, in giving up, his, not giving up, in giving, giving his, his son, son, he loved the world in this way, and he did it joyfully. He did it for everyone. He gave it for the whole world, not to condemn it, but to redeem it. There was no level of regret whatsoever for what no. he did, because when Christ did this on this cross. His words when he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. Those words let me know at least that Christ knew as he died on that cross 2,000 plus years ago that I had the opportunity to say no thank you. And then I would walk myself straight into hell where I was already heading because I'm not interested in what he has to offer, what he's given for me. I don't want it. And he knew that. And he still still he did it with joy he didn't go ha i'm hanging here on the cross and she's gonna say no to me well that just sucks i probably should have thought about this twice no he did it knowing that there will be so many people that would walk away from him but he did it with joy and no regret there is no regret in what he did and that is the beautiful thing of christ dying for us in love, in joy, and in hope that we would see this and we would believe. Yeah. That's why they call it the good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are really good news. That no matter where you add or what you're carrying, what is heavy within you, is not about you. It's about Christ and what he has done for everyone, for the whole world. He's given us everything, like Lou said, and he, like Carla said, he did it for the whole world. Yes, and that is the hidden treasure, right? And brothers and sisters, I I was reading right here in my in my in my notes that, like many other things that God hid from us or made a mystery because we're humans. Sometimes when we see the sacraments, when we see the bread and the wine, when we just see the water in baptism, when we just see this carpenter in Galilee, when we just see this man hanging in a cross, we just see the elements and we just see the physicality of a marvelous, miraculous, heavenly act that it's revealed to us through faith. And I cannot stress enough that there is a very deep saving truth that it can be unpacked from one Bible verse. And that if you are struggling to see it, if you will ask your Father to reveal these heavenly truths to you, He will. He will. This hidden treasure doesn't need to be hidden from you anymore or from anyone. It is revealed so that you can also have eternal life. 
and let it not be revealed to you by Scott no. or Carla Luce by but what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you through these words of Jesus Christ himself. You and I believe in Jesus Christ and we are a new creation. We are God's chosen. God loves you. He loves you with all of his heart. He loves you with all the creation that he's built for us, the families that we have, the friends we have. He's given all of this to us. Yes. And we pray that the Holy Spirit helps each of us to grasp that, what Jesus has done, what God has done for us. Mm -hmm. And if you forget, brothers and sisters, take heart, because God will remind you. He will remind you that he loves you. He will send people to remind you that you are loved. And it's all on him. It's all on him, everything. And that is the beautiful thing about following Christ is that he takes care of it all. So. Thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Forward Through Faith. Stay tuned for next week where we'll have another parable about the kingdom of heaven. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We thank you. You are our treasure. And we know because you have told us that we are your treasure as well. Just lead us, keep us in faith and in hope moving forward towards the goal. You. Amen. To keep learning more about God's Word, join us at San Pablo Lutheran Church located at 301 South Chutes in El Paso, Texas. Or call us at 915-858-2588. To learn more about our ministries, visit our website www.ylm.org.